Hello. Welcome again. Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Deborah. Now, we are in another part of this wonderful letter we've been reading to you that was inspired to me by Agape Love himself. Yeah. Welcome. I'm in my living room today, as always, with no green screen. So you'll see strange things happening around my hair. My hand will go this way and disappear. And I might look fuzzy. Because here on Zoom Pro with a motion video by Pixabay, it's not the clearest. But I did check it out on my big screen TV. I checked it out when you put it on large screen on your laptop. It looks okay. It's not the best. But I can't afford the best. So I'm doing the best I can. Welcome. We're beginning part number 55 of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We are beginning and continuing in the letter that he inspired to me. We're going to pick up in the part of it called spiritual discipleship. And this will be part number four. We had been discussing that when you get born again, Become a new creature of a copy love. You got to start learning and growing. You got to study, be a disciple, a student, be disciplined. Mm -hmm. And so this is what you're going to be learning. Just some of the many topics we're going to talk about. And we learn not only must you study it, but in the last video, we learned you must be a hearer spiritually of these truths, these knowledge, these lessons, but then you must be a doer of them. Mm -hmm. Some people think they do in some parts of their life, but not in all all of their lives. He wants all of your life, Mm -hmm. your spirit, your soul, every thought and concept to be learned, transformed into his mind, his heart. It's called Christ, the anointed word of God. Mm -hmm. So in this part, number four, we're going to begin some of the many lessons you're going to need to learn and study. But let's start with prayer and welcome everybody here to the garden today with Pastor Deborah. Dear Heavenly Father, we come as students, spiritual disciples of you, of your words of spirit and life. We come through Pastor Deborah and the videos in the realm of the spirit in the garden. Help us through your Holy Spirit, our teacher, to teach our spirits spiritual things we don't know yet. Help us to learn and grow and develop spiritually to be a mature king of the kingdom of heaven. And help us to understand spiritual things. In any way possible that you can help us. And we thank you for all the help you can give us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Did you know last night. I got asked by an intelligence agent. In a nation who I was. Because they had discovered me. That some people have known about me for a long time. In the intelligence world. They try to keep track of me. I have lived most of my adult life knowing every email, every video, 
Every conversation on the phone, every text is being watched. Mm -hmm. I'm watched through animals. I'm watched through people. How can that happen? In the spirit realm, there are things that can get in trees and plants and water Mm -hmm. and people. They can listen and watch. Mm -hmm. They can have conversations with you. Maybe through, say, my husband. Did you know I had one time a high priest of satanic ritual abuse? His name was Isaac. Now, he's gone on to heaven because he believed in this God of the Bible. He said he wanted to feel and have sex with me intimately. Now, I'm married, so I'm not going to do that physically. He said, oh, no, no, no. I'll just go into your husband. When you have sex with his biological body, kiss him, caress him, I will be able to feel it. I don't understand that. And I didn't at the time. I knew it wasn't right, but that's done all the time. Spiritual beings, good, evil, humans, spirits, demons, they can get in our bodies. And they can live their lives through them. Mm -hmm. And that happens all the time. And I had experience with that. In this case, with Isaac. I told him, no, that ain't going to happen, buddy. But he was trying. So I had to learn some deep lessons spiritually. So you be encouraged today. There's a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. And a lot for us to understand spiritually about this new life we're in now if you're born again if you're not born again yet you can be in during this video anytime you want to be a new child and have this heavenly father as your father and pastor deborah as your spiritual mom you just tell him and it's done and you'll be changed right then and there then you have to learn and grow you're like a little baby right out of the womb you got the potential and you've got all the things you need to learn and grow, but you have, have to have the knowledge, the experiences, be taught and trained and learned. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do today. I want to bring, bring along a special one. Little Teddy. Little Teddy's been with me for years. He helps me to remember you. He helps me to think of the love that's being brought to you. The love that he carries from the Father to you. He helps me to remember both the Heavenly Father, his gift of love to you, and you. I've got teddies all over my house. Big ones, little ones, white ones, brown ones, black ones. It's all about you. And they help me. He's not real. He doesn't talk. He doesn't move. He's just a stuffed animal that I got during Valentine's Day or time at Walmart. And see, it says love, because God is about love. Mm -hmm. So let's get started. This is part number four, spiritual discipleship. In the previous one, remember, we had learned you must be a hearer and then a doer. And how that is understood is, I like to use this. If you go to hear that you're to love your neighbor. And you're to care for children and love the innocent. 
when you go and vote for somebody who believes in abortion here in America or in your country, or you give money and you think it's okay to kill that little thing that's in somebody's womb, it's unwanted. You're choosing the woman over it. That is not being a doer of the word. Doer of the word would be you hear that God is life and he loves all life. You would not vote for nor give money to any politician of any political party that believes in abortion. You would make a way in the medical community by law in case the mother is going to die to save her life. It's a hard decision, the life of the baby or the life of the mother. But just because it ends up is an inconvenience, you think it's something related to your health care, your mental health. Maybe you think it's a tumor. Maybe you had, you were raped and you don't want it. But somebody does. If you will just carry that life and let it come on out. But then some people... Some politicians want to be able to let that doctor kill that baby, even if it comes out. And why? There's money in that baby. Scientific research needs that baby's body, the stem cells. They do a lot of medical research on the baby. Mm -hmm. So you're just producing babies for research. That's all. And they're telling you lies and convincing you you'll be better off. And it's free. The government will pay for it. The government means me, Pastor Deborah, in my taxes, pay for your abortion to the doctors. You don't get any money, do you? No, you just get some kind of tumor, some kind of unwanted thing. Well, maybe you had sex and you didn't want to. We understand that and we can help you with that. Maybe you didn't take any precautions. What about the men? You know, there's all kinds of resources for men called a vasectomy no they want to spread their seed around everywhere Mm -hmm. they are producing and planting seeds for others to use Mm -hmm. the baby becomes a product to be sold to science Mm -hmm. some people believe by giving you an abortion we're getting rid of certain kinds of people Maybe with disabilities or certain skin colors or certain nationalities. Mm-hmm. Form of genocide. So being a hearer of the word is you must first hear. You're to love that baby in there. And God loves that baby. And then you're to be a doer of that. Not vote for somebody, not give money to, not support those who want to kill it. And if you happen to get into that situation where you are pregnant and don't want it. You need some good counsel. There's plenty of wonderful groups that will help you through the pregnancy. And they will take the baby and adopt it out. But you know what happens with most mamas. Once they see that little baby, they don't want to give it up. And those that do have an abortion, they deal with depression, guilt, and shame most of their adult life. And those counselors and pastors have to come in and deal with them. And they have to seek forgiveness for the abortion because now they feel guilty. Their consciences have been awoken to what they've done. But there's help for you if you get in that situation. 
So you can be a hearer and a doer of the word. So in this part, what we're going to talk about is study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's 2 Timothy 2.15 out of the authorized King James Bible. So let's look at some classes you're going to need to learn. Number one, learning how to bend your knee or your knees in reverence, respect, and honor, which means the fear of the Lord, in praise and worship and to pray. When you get on your knees, you are saying to him, I respect you, I honor you, I lower myself to you. I realize you're bigger than me, stronger than me, and you are more important than me. That's what that means. Number two, to learn how to lay prostrate before the Lord in his throne room. I used to lay on the floor of a church in a dress. On my face, praying to God, showing deep humility for him. You say that a lot in many religions where people lay on the floor with their arms stretched out, face down. It's another sign that you are recognizing him as superior to you. Number three, to learn how to come boldly before him. In his throne room, in the kingdom of heaven, in your spirit. You will not see the kingdom of heaven in any earthly church, or any synagogue or mosque, or at a high mountain, or at any place where you worship. Even the ancients couldn't do that. They built stones, trees, places. But that's not the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is in the spirit. It is your spirit that must do the worshiping. It is your spirit that must learn how to lay prostrate before the Lord. So when you're in prayer, maybe you're sitting physically in a chair. You close your eyes and you see yourself. You imagine yourself laying on your face before the king in front of you. Sometimes if you watch old movies of Britain and kings, you will see that happening. You'll see the soldiers bowing. You'll see ship captains on their knees. You'll see people coming in begging for favor on their knees and on their face. It helps you to visualize what in the spirit you must learn how to do. Number four, you must learn what the real fear of the Lord is. Some people, it means, I'm so afraid of you. If I don't obey you, I'm going to die. Fear means respect, honor. I honor you. I give you favor. I have the fear, the respect of you, of your position as creator and God and king. I honor that. Number five. Learning how to praise his mighty name. 
through everything and for everything. Can you praise him for your life, even in your sickness or diseases? Can you praise him that the earth turned today? Can you praise him that you love him? Can you praise him and give him thanks for everything? Now, he doesn't do everything. He doesn't do the evil, wicked things. But he's giving you a chance to learn how to be a soldier, a warrior for the kingdom of heaven. Do you praise him? Even in your horrible, dark days, you have to learn how to do that. We learn how to do that spiritually by watching King David of the Bible. King David used to talk to himself, have a conversation. His soul would get very downcast, depressed, because his family was coming after him. His kids were rising up. They're trying to kill him. He was not happy, depressed. He was running. And he used to go, oh, my soul, why are you so downcast today? We're going to remember the goodness of the Lord. And you come with me, soul. We're going to go up to the mountain, up. We're coming out of this deep darkness. We are going together, soul and spirit, up to the mountain, the throne of God, singing praises and giving him praise. He had to talk to himself, his soul. Your soul is powerful. It's where you have your feelings, your emotions to this world and what happens. And David had a lot of bad things happen. But his spirit would rise up and say, "Uh, uh-uh, you ain't going to feel that way, soul. We're going together. I have done that within myself. It's sort of a family meeting of spirit and soul. Your spirit would say, soul, we aren't going to sit here in this depression and feel like this and believe this. I know you're confused on who you are and what's We are going together. To the Lord. We're going to praise him. Give him thanks. Mm -hmm. David did it all the time. You have to learn how to do that. Number six. Learning how to love the Lord. With all your heart. What does that mean? Heart? Is that your biological heart? Is that your soul? Is that your spirit? Heart means the deep inner part that keeps things moving in the physical body. But it also means your soul's thoughts, attitudes, and principles, and concepts. But it cannot love the Lord until it is transformed. And it can only be transformed through the spirit that's been born again. And the spirit has learned how to love the Lord with all of its spiritual heart, its mind, its thoughts, its deeds, its concepts. Then it teaches its soul, transforms the soul to do the same thing. A lot of inner work is going on between our spirit, our forever person, and our soul. It's hard work. The soul does not want to give up its thoughts. It's beliefs. And I'll tell you how that works. Many people have been abused in childhood and they have memories. But now they're a grown adult. They don't want to let them go. The soul does not want to give that up. It wants to live in that time with those feelings. Yet they get born again and, and they don't even realize they're a new creature now. And it's never happened to their soul. What happened passed away in the death. 
but they don't have the teaching to do that yet. Don't have the belief to do that, but they're trying to. Number seven, learning how to love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean? Do you love yourself? Some do. Some don't. Well, first, you got to love yourself. What does that mean? You're going to have to study. Well, how do I love others as I love me? Study time. Because we don't know what that means. Do you want to live? We'll use that. Well, so do others. Do you want to be treated nicely? Well, so do others. So it's a multitude of things you must learn. How to love. Not love in a sexual way. Not love by your soul, but love spiritually. With the mind of Christ. It's something that's hard to learn and takes sometimes years to learn how to love others as yourself. Number eight, learning how to abide, stay in, stay connected to, live in, in the Lord and be a branch that produces much fruit for others to eat from. You have to stay connected. You have to be fed and nourished. Spiritual nutrients. And eventually out of your life will come fruit. Like Pastor Deborah's. And you will eat of that fruit of my life. And you too will come to learn and see. That the Lord is good. And that he loves you. Mm -hmm. Takes a while. Number Nine, learning to drink the milk of the word and to help babies in the Lord drink of this milk. This milk of the word is agape love. It's what you must have. You must know, be nourished by for a long, long time. It's what mamas do. Mm -hmm. And then even when you're a child, You always drink a glass of milk with your meal. Milk is the basic nutrient. Gopi love anchors you, anchors your soul and spirit to the father and the father's mother's side. Mm -hmm. Agape love. So you have to learn how to drink your milk. Believe what he says that he loves you. You may not know it. You may be afraid of it. Because there's a lot of evil love. But I want to stop right here. And have you just think about these nine different areas. They, each one will take you much time to study and to learn. To be taught by. Then after you learn, you'll be tested to see if you've learned what you just studied. If you fail, which most of us do. Study again, read again, ask more questions, take another test. Because until it's you pass the test, each time you cannot get strong. You have things like plants. They have winds and droughts and lack of water and burning sun and animals and people coming along. And they sometimes don't make it out of the dirt. 
seeds have a good coating on them, but they may not get the nourishment in the soil to send out roots. Study seeds. Seeds show us that when you're born again, everything that you are to be is inside of you. But you need some roots. You need some nourishing atmosphere. Nutrients coming in. Your roots need to grow down into some soil where it can absorb. Then you reach up and you start looking to the sun. You need warmth. You need leaves. And sometimes it takes a while for the plant to grow, struggle through the dirt, up to the light, even before a flower bud is produced. But when the flower is out or the fruit is out, bumblebees come, butterflies come to eat of the flower, to help produce more seeds. Mm -hmm. Study nature and you will learn about yourself. So these are just the first nine we're going to keep going that you must learn about. Things you must study slowly. Take each one. Maybe take months. Look up each word. What does the word learning mean? What does the word learn mean? What does the word bend mean? What does the word reverence mean? Honor, respect, fear. What does love mean? Who is your neighbor? What does praise mean? You have to have basic understanding of words, concepts. I could sit there and tell a newborn baby, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And they go, what's love? What's my neighbor? I have no idea what you're talking about. Can't even understand what you're saying. So I have to look with eyes of love. My hands have to be gentle. They learn with repetition. We all do. They learn through experience. We all do. They learn different sounds and the sounds are connected to actions. Touch and actions are combined. We learn. Takes a long time for a baby. Sometimes, you know, you can talk to a baby and it'll talk and baby talk. But we don't understand it. But it's talking. It's exercising its vocal cords. It's been hearing and listening words developing in the brain. Looking in your eyes. Studying your touch. Watching. Learning. What does abide mean? What does the word Lord mean? What does the word fruit mean? What is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? What is myself? So you take each one of these and you just break out and study each word, word by word. Get a dictionary. If you don't have one, go on the Internet. Google probably has them. Wikipedia. Look them up. Stay on one subject, maybe for months. Look them all up, all the scripture references to that one. Follow them out. I'd start in one, like Second Timothy 2.15, end up in the Old Testament, back to the Gospels, back to the Old Testament, in the New Testament, back and forth. And it would just follow out. And you'd get deeper meanings. Follow the scripture references. Some Bibles have them. Others don't. Some have different ones. Follow them out. Go look them up. The Strong's Concordance is great. Get a good Bible to follow the references out. Study the words in Webster's Dictionary or other dictionaries. Go slow. 
babies just drink milk and go to sleep. And it takes time to take that bottle or to feed it the breast. While it's there, it's touching, it's sensing, it's feeling love, it's combining milk with love, mama's voice. Mm -hmm. Be a baby. Watch and study child development, how babies grow, infants grow. Mm -hmm. Even the baby in the womb needs nourishment, needs water. Mm -hmm. The seed is there, but it must be nourished. So you be encouraged. You got a lot to learn, and we just started. We only got through nine. There's many more. But right now, dear Heavenly Father, anyone here who wants to be your child and begin to learn about you and themselves, make it happen through the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, the cross, the death and resurrection of Christ Jesus. Be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. Birth new children into your kingdom. Let them come to know you as father and mother and help them to become spiritual disciples, students, that they can show themselves approved unto you. A workman that is not ashamed of their deeds and work. And they can rightly divide the word of truth and love because you help them to understand. Help them, Father, every way you can. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you again in the next part of my dear spiritual child letter. From me, Agape Love himself in spiritual discipleship. Bye.